Boys and girls, welcome back to uh, the second best gaming podcast on the planet. As at this point, uncontested. As such, uncontested. I am titular protagonist, old franchise. That right there is producer of the show, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny. As always, a slippery devil. As always, a ferret covered in fairy liquid. Uh, and this is Franchise Buys Games. It is a weekly game news podcast where two men with uh, over 60 years... Six zero. Six zero years in this game uh, ecosystem betwixt them. And we just sit down and shoot the shit about games and gaming news and you know what we've been playing... Uh, and I mean, let us not stand on ceremony. Some of the best segues in the business. Oh, yes. Nice guy, Johnny. What have you been playing? Or oh, should I say, what are you say playing? Thank you. Say it again for my pleasure. Oh, what are you playing? <laughs> I, I'm still very much invested in Control mm-hmm. Ultimate Edition. I'm te- teasing away at it. There's again. There's a lot away. of things to be done. Yes, uh, as, as you know, yes. more than more times. You know, that sometimes it blindsides you, but you know, it's what it's what's uh, served to you on that particular moment. But um, you no, roll, you roll with the punches, mate. You roll with the punches. But um, I was interested the other day. You know, like I put a little thing out on Twitter saying, you know, the certain games you won't forget you ever played, mm-hmm. right? Um, some of them for the right reasons, and I'm thinking, you know. Classic point-and-click adventure games. Okay. You can't forget the puzzles to redo them. So I have jumped back into Broken Sword, director's cut on 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 the old iPad. Jesus. Just just to play away, just to go through the mo- I'm going through the motions again, like I did with Grand um not Grand Turismo, sorry, like I, with Grim, the, Fandango. Grim Fandango. Yeah, yeah. Just go through the motions and just it's just just have a bit of serenity. You know what I mean? Just bring it bring it down a notch. That's what it's all about. Down. So enjoy the journey a little bit. I mean, the thing with control is because, you, I mean, it's so intriguing going through it, trying to piece together what's going on. It just takes that extra level of like vigilance and like you're, you're constantly trying to take note of things going on to piece together the story. Yeah, which yeah, is, which is in its nature, but it's 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 it, there's a certain exhaustive. It's exhausting. Oh, at I, a certain point. Yeah, yeah, like um, you you drink in control just like it's like you know the way Pulp Fiction was shot where you have yes. to figure out what yes. fucking order this thing happened in like yes. con- the amount of law that is scattered around control linking to one the bureau two the director three the all these different anomalies like all of this shit it's, and it's it's everywhere in that game. It's littered everywhere, and piecing it together in itself is a full time job. Enjoyable, but it's mm, it's oh, an yeah. investment. Investment, it, like, and I, I, every time I play it, and I'm and when I just get over that initial hurdle of like I'm invested, I'm golden. Mm-hmm. That small hurdle at the moment is hard to get over. With, yeah, with stuff going on, so I, I just needed something to. Just to go through the motions, and that was it. You know, what I mean, all time I, to me, you know, and this is not a pun on the, the whole goat puzzle, but I think it's one of the, the greatest games ever. Yeah. For me, for nice guy Johnny. Such a fucking Johnny ass game, man. Such a Johnny ass game. Brought and so sold. I have been playing that and just loving it, loving it. It's like it's like reading a graphic novel again. Ah, excellent, excellent. 
in the in the spirit of picking up a classic um after last week's podcast <laughs> i did in fact dig out my playstation vita um and i powered that fucker up which the battery's been dead for years at this point uh, since the switch came out i don't think i've i don't think i've touched my vita since the switch came out uh, the switch became if i wanted to play anything handheld i went to the switch instead of the vita so it hasn't been powered up for that long i forgot what was even on there uh and i booted that fucker up wanting to download uh Sekudan 1 and 2 if they were both available because i thought i'd get them for cheapest out anyway and lo and behold past franchise young supple fertile past franchise had already bought and downloaded Sekudan 1 on the ps vita and it was sitting there waiting for us as soon as i booted it up it was fucking there I was like, that's this it. is... That, that, that's, that's planets aligning. This country. is fucking weird. Like, I don't ever remember buying it. And then, out of curiosity, I went onto the store, into the PlayStation Classics, and both Sequidon 1 and 2 were both gone. You can't get them anymore. Wow. So, wow. like, I, 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 didn't have the, I didn't have the second one. I missed the second one. For whatever reason, past franchise, most of just thought, nah, he's just, I'm, I'm just going to let him have the first one here. So, I've been playing uh, Sequidon. Sekudan, Sekudan, Sekuiden. I don't even it's, fucking know. It's, it's, it's amazing just how one one thing can like because that was just on a conversation last week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? On how a legend was it? Leg, Legends of Manor. Legends of Manor, <laughs> aye. Kind of kicked off about like, that. That Jesus Christ, love it. And I then love I, I love that sort of thing. I love it. Aye, so I've ploughed a few hours into uh, Sekudan, and I've put like uh, uh, one thing I will say about the game is. Uh, I don't think it's, in hindsight, looking back on it, having played uh-huh. many, many other RPGs and JRPGs since, uh, I don't think the inventory system was very kind at all, really. I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I was having a hard time figuring out weapons, who needed what weapon, and like, uh, some of it came back, like, it was stored in some weird filing cabinet in my memory, Filed in under, yeah, in my mind palace. Like when I was playing it, it was like in my mind palace franchise, and his fucking silk kimono was just strutting <laughs> about the filing room in the mind palace. Just like, wait a minute, wait a minute, something I know I've got something on this somewhere down here. JRPG, JRPG, JRPG. Maybe I'll file it under classics. Ah, oh, here we go, Sequidon. <laughs> Just fucking whipped this folder out and just some stuff came back, like muscle memory, like the formations. And you put like your ranged characters at the back. And if you had, if you were fighting, like whoever you were fighting, if you had melee up front, like your, your main character and like a couple of your melee fighters who you get early on, like you have them on your front line and they, they attack the immediate front line. Like they can't get at the back line. So you've got your back line is your like your ranged attacks, like your your throwing weapons, or like ranged weapons, bone arrows, etc. And like they're the ones who shoot at the back line, and it was just shit like that that'd come back about the the formations and whatnot. But I uh, just loving it, absolutely loving just, especially on the Vita, just the, what a little system that was, man. Perfect, perfect. So I've been playing a bit. I played a bit of that. Um. I mean, we'll get on to Warzone Season 2. We'll we'll, we'll yes. end the what you're playing on Warzone Season 2. So a bit of a sequel, and I've played more Fortnite uh, after the 
Street Fighter skins were mm-hmm. teased. It was true. Uh, the two skins available are Ryu and Chun Li, so it wasn't a, a big old selection like I thought it was going to be. It was just the two, so I jumped back in to get a look at them. Obviously, getting them dubs, getting them dubs. Obviously, playing on the Switch with a Pro controller because it's easier to get them dubs. <laughs> it's just <laughs> you know, thinking, thinking. Uh, the the thing I like, I think that's why I like Fortnite so much because you can get that little dopamine hit. From the victory, mm-hmm. the victory royale, like because you, I can get victory royales frequently on a switch, and I get high kill games frequently on the switch, and it's just a tiny little ego boost, a tiny little Dortmund hit. One thing I'm enjoying particularly more though is the fact that more and more people seem to be using pro controllers, uh, right. and you can tell that by the amount of people who have started to build in that game. I don't care who the fuck you are, nobody is building to that level. Using Joy Cons, you're just not. You're not. Or that little hole, that little weird thing that you slide your Joy Cons into to turn it into this square control pad. Like people aren't building Nakatomi plazas with that. Like they're just not. They're using a Pro Controller to do that. And I'm seeing more and more of these Pro Controllers coming up. And it's added a, a layer of challenge to the game where I'm like, I'm enjoying this. Maybe it's time to get back into it on Xbox which obviously I, I play it intermittently on Xbox, but I play it predominantly on the Switch. Mate, but, I'm game. Let's do it, because like, I'm, I'm a Fortnite noob completely, so I'll admit it. But it's, I need, I need, I need, it's always good to try new things. It is good to try new things, and it's, it's just a totally different take on... I mean, we are so fucking invested in Battle Royale at this point because it's predominantly what we play... Every time that we're all gaming together as a friend group, otherwise known as the Sky Panthers, every time we're gaming like that, like 99% of the time now, it's Warzone. So we are entrenched in Battle Royale, and I, I, it can't hurt to try Fortnite. What was it? It was the biggest game of all time for how long? It's still a fucking huge game. If you look on, if you look on Twitch right now, right, I'm guessing Fortnite's probably still got, if not... On, on the front page of Twitch, let's have a look. Right. Let's have a little look-see here. Take me to the front page. Make sure that's muted. Right. Categories we think you'll like. So anyway, as an example, right, Warzone. Currently, 205,000 viewers watching Warzone. Minecraft, yep. 427,000. Valheim, which I still haven't fucking played. Yeah. 81.7k viewers uh, what's blowing my actual fucking dick off right now looking at this front page <laughs> graveyard keeper 200 oh I thought I said 209,000 it's just 209 that's fine that's <laughs> fine, I, was, that's I, fine. I, I nearly fucking I nearly lost my shit there so warzone 205 thousand viewers fortnite 409 thousand viewers fortnite is still fucking yeah. huge is there so, anything bigger Warzone's than that had, right now considering warzone's just had the update you'd think those numbers would be are they are they the pumped up numbers the only thing bigger than fortnite on the twitch front categories page the only thing bigger than it is minecraft Minecraft. So yeah, Fortnite. I've been playing a bit of Fortnite, uh, getting their dubs. 
I haven't got the Street Fighter skins yet. Um, strangely enough, I thought I would have got them straight it's away, but it's just a it's matter, a matter, matter of, time. of time. It's it's going to happen. It's just we all know this. This is an it is inevitable. It is inevitable. Inevitable, Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Franchise. It is inevitable. Um, what else have I been playing? What else have I been? Little Nightmares Two. I played small Little Nightmares Two. Uh, and I can tell you about the games I haven't played. <laughs> No, Val- Valheim, I still haven't played, still haven't found the time. Time is the most precious that, commodity at the it, minute. It's a game that requires time. It's that, that fucking hell, I absolutely. Like, the, the level of time investment needed in that game is fucking huge. And right now, the the level of invest the, the level of my time taken up by literally everything else is yeah. astronomical. So it's yeah. I'm getting gaming in where I can. Uh, Minecraft, obviously, play Minecraft on the stream. Um... Literally had to Thanos that, had to Thanos it, so we've got the community yeah. realm, and it all went to shit. Last Minecraft Monday, it all went to shit. Uh, the whole community fell apart. Just people blew each other's houses up. But pe- I, I'll say people, I burned an entire village down. Yes, you did. You Somebody, did. like one of the community members, who's a very dear and treasured community member, had built an entire little settlement and it was beautiful it was beautiful it was, glorious. It was, it was a work of art i burnt that to the ground you did you really did like i burnt that to the ground it just went like wrong you... horribly so so it went wrong you went wrong everything went wrong bit. everything went wrong but i just had to give it the old time stone i thanos the shit out of it after the stream ended i rolled back time because I have the ability, because I uh, I pay for the realm, so I rolled back time, as if none of it had ever happened. <laughs> um, so I haven't been playing Valheim. I'm still very keen to get into that. I wouldn't mind getting into that with somebody, but I I don't know who I can play on PC with. I might reach out to the community. I think one of the prospects has got it, so maybe mm-hmm. we'll play. I'll play one of the prospects. The other game that I got and haven't tried is because again when we were talking about Sequidan last week. Um, we talked about Silent Hill too much last week, and I ended up buying the classic Silent Hill, Silent Hill One on the Vita. But I haven't, I haven't tried it yet. It was only a fiver. How can you not? No, you can't. Like I absolutely fucking had to at that point. And then last, but by no means least, uh, Warzone Season Two. Season Two dropped. So we had the teaser that uh, the there was a ship coming, and this ship was going to have zombies on it. They'd lost all contact with this ship. It was a ghost ship. It disappeared for fucking 20 years. And then all of a sudden, it's turned up in Verdansk and it's crashed onto the shoreline next to prison. Uh, and it's an event. There's a boat full of zombies. And the event, I believe, is 40. If you kill 40 zombies, it unlocks a special chest in which you get special masks, special fucking all sorts of... Uh, a couple of other, a couple of cool other little Easter eggs, which were pointed out to us in chat live as we were playing season two on Twitch.tv slash the franchise. Uh, the nuclear uh, warhead is now the the silos opened. It was where the big old fucking statue thing was, just down from Dam in the mountains. There's like a big fucking weird 
art installation Co- thing. A corporate art installation. Yeah, 100% <laughs> like a corporate art installation. And it's all, that's opened up. Uh, and there's a, it actually a, the, the nuke that if you... From the last update at airport where the giant hole in the floor appeared, if you went down that and there was a control room and you could see on one of the screens, you could see a nuclear warhead. Uh, you can actually visit that nuclear warhead now. Uh, it's the the silos open, the nuke is there, it's visible. Uh, and we've got rumours now that on the anniversary of Warzone, uh, its first birthday, if you like, that's when that nuke will go off and it'll wipe Vdansk off the map, pushing us into another map. I'm not going to put too much stock into that because at this point I have said the sentence nuke, wipe Warzone, wipe Vdansk too many times. If they're going to tease a nuke, right, if you you don't set that thing off or use it to some capacity, right, what's the fucking point? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That 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 that's my talk on it. You know, we talked about this on the, on the stream and things like that. You know, you know, the way I see it working is, you know, if this if the zombies thing, what's the event called? Sorry, outbreak. Outbreak. It's part of a like a Cold War zombies mode event. Cool. That needs to develop and develop with pace over the next few days, mm-hmm. next weeks, whatever. But you know, let's let's cut into the disappointment of it. To me, right? There's a new thing going on, right? Mm-hmm. But because every Everyone is trying to get there and see it. Yeah, it just turns into a craziness fest, which is interesting and fun the first few times, then bloody annoying after that, uh-huh. right? Because we we didn't see one one single zombie, so I'm not convinced nah. there's any there. No, <laughs> you know not yet. Schrodinger's zombie ship. Right. Yeah, and we we dropped whole... on that ship just uh, just to further your point there. We dropped on that ship. I didn't see a single zombie, but ended up with multiple kills. Because it was just insanity before you even got to the part of the ship where the zombies are. We got into a full-on war with several other people. Exactly. I mean, and like, and I know, I know that's part of the narrative, like, 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 and the fun element of it. Everyone, everyone's trying to do it. It was like when the stadium, like Liam said, when the stadium opened mm-hmm. and everyone went there. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. all that was just a new area. You know what I mean? Now everyone's like, oh, there's a new area. I really want to see the zombies. Can you you get a bit like childish? Just like, just don't kill us. I just want to see something. I just <laughs> want to see them. I just want to see them. Yeah. I so think the only way I, it can Sorry, get better is if this outbreak continues. Yeah. And, you know, floods away from shipwreck. And then, you know, by next week, the zombies are further into the map. And by next week, they're even further. And that might be a reason to set a new off. 100%. That is. Uh, and again, I don't know if this is one of the things where we need to just get the fucking hype rancher in here, because like that is the which it's not even emergent storytelling. It's like that would be storytelling within one on one. Yeah, <laughs> like within the game of like this boat crashed and there are zombies isolated to this area where it crashed, and then next week possibly they've spread. So now you have zombies on the boat and in the prison. And then in the yeah, port, yeah. and then in farmland, and then in downtown, and then it gets to the point where eventually you've built up and up and up until you've infected the whole map, and the whole map becomes PVE, and people are like, "This yeah. is fucking the zombies you, you everywhere." Can't win a game. You can't yeah. win a game of Warzone. Yeah, and then it's like you have to nuke Verdansk to stop this spreading. That would be absolutely fucking sensational. 
I think so, because that's also all, like a, to some respect trolling the whole fan base as well a little yeah. bit. So there's a there's a fine line, but if it gets to the point where everyone's like, I oh, was on shit now because I can't win the game, mm-hmm. I can't get a dub because all these zombies are stopping. Oh, I've nuked the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then they make sure they hit a fine balance though, because if it gets too hard to get a dub because there's PVEs too fucking hard, people will just stop playing. Yeah, there is a fine balance, and like at the moment, like I. I Let's say the pacing of Warzone has been very much to be desired. I yeah. Think. Yeah. So. No, I agree. I agree. Um, underwhelming so far. Yeah. For this I, mode. It was unfortunate because we had so much anticipation. We went into it. You know, we even streamed an extra day. Yeah, we did. The, the, the unheard of fucking Thursday stream. The unprecedented Thursday stream. Just so we could stream season two. Open day. And it was underwhelming, underwhelming. But yeah, the planets were not aligned for that one. No, they were not. <laughs> no, they were not. Energies were in the wrong place. Uh, so that's essentially wraps up what I've been playing. So let us, with great haste, move into yes, move into uh, the docket. Let me get my chops around some of the finest. Ch- pardon me, I am drunk. I am sorry. Get my chops around some of the finest choice cuts that the gaming industry has to offer. Nice guy, Johnny. What do we have on the docket this week, sir? What is on the menu? What is well, on your should... charcuterie board? I, th- I think we should go straight into the rich richness of the uh, of the of the of the the, the, the pickings and go talk. Ugh, sorry, I'm drunk too. Also <laughs> drunk. <laughs> also drunk. <laughs> Talk about PlayStation's State of Play, which um, aired just at, you know, on the same day, Thursday. You know, yeah, as Thursday. of recording this, last night. So, um, what I will do, I'm going to, you know, shall I run through what yeah. was announced and you run. can give your, your comments on them? Run through. So, first of all, um, quick uh, comment on Crash 4, coming to PS5, offering 4K 60fps gameplay, 3D audio, and taking advantage of the dual sense with reactive triggers. Um, it was coming. Yeah, it was always coming, and I hope, I hope it does really fucking well. I genuinely do. I haven't seen NPD numbers for Crash Four, uh, but there was such, such a fucking high demand for a Crash remake, and then or such a high demand for a Crash Team Racing remake that it literally, like it, fucking, what's the phrase? Something Activision's hand. Forced it forced the hands that be to make Crash Four. Crash uh-huh. sold that well as a, a HD remake that they had to make because the people wanted Crash. They had yeah. to make Crash Four, and like I haven't seen MPD numbers, but I don't remember seeing a re- re- review score. I don't know if it reviewed well. I don't know if it sold well. I just I hope it does uh, for Crash's sake because if 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 it hasn't. Then people don't care about Crash. People just care about a game they played when they were younger. That's well, what exactly. it comes down to. Is, is, is this where the nostalgia has got the best of? Yeah. Something. Yeah. A little bit. Aye. So yeah, good on it. I've I've got no intention of playing Crash Four. Um, so that after that we got into a, a good look or a quick look at uh, Returnal. Housemark. Yeah. Um and. This looked this peaked. This this I think this is one of the highlights of, of the, of the state of play. We'll give it an overall score later on. Yeah. But I think this is one of the highlights. Um, yeah. I got very big kind of 
Edge of Tomorrow or All You Need Is a Kill. All You Need Is Kill. Yeah, 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 yeah. With this one. Also, uh, yeah. Control. <laughs> like, well, yes, yes. Some big Control vibes there as well. Um, I think Housemark are a fucking brilliant studio. I really do. I don't think they've had a bad game yet. Uh, I think this is their first step in a 3D uh, third-person action adventure, whatever the fuck they want to call Returnal, but looking really slick. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot, I get the feeling this is going to be hard. Oh, I. Like yeah. Like a furiously pissed, pissing you off type hard mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... But yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Uh, highlight one of the one of the highlights of the whole thing. Then we had uh, Knockout City team based dodgeball game, which actually looked pretty fun. Uh, I saw this on the Nintendo Direct. I'm sure it was the Nintendo Direct last week. Yeah. Um, I no, not for me. Sorry, no. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Quickly spit, uh, spitting. <laughs> quickly spit. Quickly, on that I'm going to quickly spit some bars for you right now. <laughs> scats, scats. Right. Next up, we had from um, Absolver developer Slowcap uh, was Sifu, which this this is my highlight, to be fair. This game looked I'm fucking like, incredible. Yep. Which was it? What, a Kung Fu? It, it looked of? like a, a, yeah, like almost like a Kung Fu type game. Like it was, do you know what it is? The, a, the game, if somebody says to me Kung Fu in, in, in the gaming sphere, the game that immediately jumps out as having nailed kung fu combat in a game is sleeping dogs and i have never seen a game do kung fu as well as sleeping dogs until i saw that fucking sifu on that state of play last night a game that i had up until that point never even fucking heard a whisper about uh and it looked fucking incredible i was all in on that i was getting big like raid and raid 2 100 percent 100 percent the raid or dread I went red or dread. Dread, yeah. It's just that kind of I thing. It like, looked like um, yeah, he's in. What was it? Like on back. That kind on, of thing. yeah. I yes. I um in in a in a space where you have nowhere to go but up or like yeah. progress. Tight, yeah, tight, tight, close quarters. Yeah, and then this kung fu comes into play, and I just think it looked fucking great. Like I think it looked absolutely yeah. fucking superb. I, I'm 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 all over this. Yeah. So I need, very good. Need PlayStation. Need my PlayStation. Um, afterwards, we was jumping into uh, Solar Ash, which at this point I kind of, you know, I, I lost it, lost myself a little bit. Didn't know what was From the on. studio behind Hyperlight Drifter. Yes. Uh, looked very much more of the same, if I'm yes. honest. Uh, and again, Hyperlight Drifter, by all accounts, an absolutely superb game. Absolutely superb. Uh, and I've got no doubt they'll knock this one out of the park as well. But nothing, not it's not ticking any boxes for me. Like, I get it. I get it. I just don't want to play it. Like, it's like Rocket League. I get it. I just don't want to play it. <laughs> it's like this fucking new dodgeball game, this Knockout City. I, I get it. I just absolutely don't want to fucking play it. And That's usually your mantra. I'll get it, but I'll probably... I will it. buy your game. <laughs> I am not going to play it. <laughs> yeah, I, I am not. Uh, I, I wasn't too sold on this one. I, again, I hope it does well because I know the studio is um, very celebrated for what they did with Hyperlight Drifter, uh, and that Hyperlight Drifters celebrated as a as a fucking brilliant game. So I'm I'm assuming it's just next gen Hyperlight Drifter at this point. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's coming 2021. And moving on was uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. This is what happens, Johnny, when you get a fucking cult hit. Yes. <laughs> the, this is the shit that happens. When you get a cult hit that absolutely blows up, this shit happens. Shit that is absolutely uncalled for. Like, who? Like, Five Nights at Freddy's worked because of what it was. And it's such a simple fucking game built around jump scares. And it's such a simple game. Uh, and it, it it worked well enough that it got five nights at Freddy's, five nights at Freddy's, fucking two, three, four, five, sister location, fucking all of these different spin-offs. And it was the same fucking thing every time. And eventually, if it earns that much money on all these different fucking things, and merchandising, by the way, you can buy Five Nights at Freddy's toys in Asda. <laughs> Like, that's the level of merch we're talking here. Five Nights at Freddy's has permeated pop culture to the point where it's fucking action figure merch is available in Asda. It's not, no, this is beyond. It's not just microtransactions now, it's actual transactions. It's full on macro transactions in macro. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking Um, like. Yeah or nay, though. Yeah or nay. Nay, nay, nay. Five Nights at Freddy's was class. On my phone when I played it when it came out, that was it. How it last, how it's lasted this long, is nothing short of a fucking miraculous for me. But it, this trying to build law around what was a jump scare game, it just feels weird. It just feels weird. But then again, I suppose I'm not the target audience. So next up, we had uh, Oddworld, uh, uh, an update on Oddworld Soulstorm. Uh, which is revealed to launch on 6th of April yeah. now. And as part of PlayStation Plus. What's your thoughts on this? I don't know. I mean, I mean, I love Oddworld has a special place, you know, in terms of, you know, what it was. But to me, I look at this game and I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just feel like, you know, is this what a PS5 should really be? Yeah. Is this what, yeah. Is this is, what we're, is, is this what we're marketing as a PS5 it, game right now? Like if it's, it's, like it looks like it's just a, a scroller like i don't know it just felt it feels like you know come on push the boundaries a bit more you yeah. know if you were making a next gen oddworld game what would you do and maybe maybe it's all about the gameplay and like if it is fair enough and things like that but it, i can't help but look at it and go you know that's not a marquee ps5 nah in inverted commas this is a ps4 playstation plus game uh, or a PS3 PlayStation Plus game. Arrive on PS5 as part of PlayStation Plus. I don't. I don't want to shit on this game because, like you say, Oddworld has Oddworld did something that nothing else had done. I hadn't seen anything quite like Oddworld when Oddworld came out on PS1. Mm-hmm. All those fucking many moons ago, back in the nineties, I hadn't hadn't seen anything. There was something about Abe and just the way he moved and the whole fucking vibe of that game the energy of that game the sort of the taste of it and we've said this before like like gears of war has a taste like the taste of the odd world game it was something i hadn't fucking had before and you know like you say it's got a special place because of that but i think it's fucking it's it's out of its depth now like that needs to be 
it needs to be drastically different and it doesn't it doesn't look it maybe the, I, if the humor's still on point um I, I don't know it looks like a 3D lemmings game essentially a little bit yeah, yeah. i mean yeah but yeah so I, i'm not blown away by it no we'll see not yet moving on uh we had an update on uh is it kenna or kenya kenna 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 bridge of spirits yeah um now launching 24th of august yeah this doesn't pique my interest sorry no uh this is the one this um i love the look of this game and it should come as no surprise that the studio behind this game whose name escapes me right now is a bunch of animators who used to work for pixar which is exactly why the game looks like that because you've got a, a bunch of absolutely fucking top tier like champions league level animators here who've got serious fucking chops in silver screen animation um, and they've left and formed their own game company, and they've built this game. The animation looks superb. Uh, it does look like a fucking Disney princess, fucking slash Pixar, fucking movie that you control. It just it looks amazing. It looks very cute. I think these rock things are gonna. You know how like Baby Yoda, as everyone was calling him, even though his name's definitely Grogu, but like Baby Yoda caught like for a hot minute there, he was the dictionary definition of cute or like Pogs when the new Star Wars (laughs) came out. Like I think these little rock things have got serious potential. Or like the Minecraft bunny. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. things that personify adorable in that like, like... in a zeitgeist like these little rock things have got their serious potential to become the next uh fucking face of cute if that's if i can use that word mm-hmm. I'll, I'll obviously i'll get it it looks like a potentially <laughs> potentially might like it i don't know i don't know we'll have to see i'll have to see more on it um, moving on, next one, another one. This is what was on my um, highly anticipated list. And mm-hmm. So this is uh, Arcane's the, um, Death Loop. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts? So we've got an update on that. This looked like it, it had been polished up a notch. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 we, that they were your misgivings of the last one. Mm-hmm. It looked like half finished. I mean, to me, here's the thing, right? I thought that had a certain amount of character, which I liked. Um. So it's kind of, I don't know if it's lost a little bit by polishing it a little bit up a bit. Right, right. Okay, yeah, I get you. Yeah. I love the fucking catchy kind of Bond theme tune that was. <laughs> oh my Bond God. I think uh, I mean, the, pack, the package was slick. Yeah. The package was slick. Oh, aye. But yeah, it, look, it looked like it had been polished up a lot more. Whether that's just the, the video that was shown or if it's the actual rec- uh, representing the final product. Yeah, well, it's I'm, close. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still intrigued by this and in on this. Yeah, I mean, uh, Arcane Studios have got some serious chops. Uh, look no further than Dishonored and Dishonored 2. Do you know what I mean? Like That's just a, two of the many very stylized games that they've done. Um, it, yeah, this game looked very much like what I wanted to see the first time. When I thought, to be fair, it didn't look finished. Everyone was raving about it, and I was like, there's a level of polish missing on this. And it's not a little bit of polish. I mean, like, uh, 
there's it feels like there's almost a full layer of textures missing. Yeah, yeah. And what I saw last night on the state of play, I, yeah, it answered a lot of questions. Like to me, there was a layer of polish missing. There was a layer of textures missing because it looked like an entirely fucking different game last night to me personally. Uh, yeah, I'm in. I think and and like you said, the package was fucking superb. I think if the the internet in a fucking earnest was uh, all over that little catchy song, that little yeah. death loop tune, which you have to imagine is going to be part of the the finished game now. Yes, I think so. It was uh, yeah. So yeah, that was good. And then the closer for the for the state of play mm-hmm. um, was um, an upgrade, or should we say? Integrate for Final Fantasy VII <laughs> remake. <laughs> um, you see, I, 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 like, I was like, when this first started, like, when the, the announcement came on, I was like, ah, cool, this is like, you know, I'm excited, you know, mm-hmm. what's what's it, what's it going to be? But then when you know, the actual tr- details come out of what what it actually is, eh, I, I, I can, I, can, I think a lot of PS4 players are going to be pissed off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of PS4 players. Um, generally, generally, PS4 players will be pissed off. However, PS4 players who are actively seeking and cannot get PS5s will be even more pissed off. More pissed off, yes. Uh, so, yeah, and but, still, I've, I have no confirmation on this, and I don't know if you found it, but I can't find confirmation anywhere. This very much looked like Final Fantasy VII Integrate. Integrate? Yeah, in- integrate. Integrate. Uh, such a fucking Japanese fucking title, by the way. Yeah. Such yeah. a Japanese title. The 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 Yuffie Kasaragi DLC episode. Yes. Looks to be only available to PS5. That's what it looks like. It looks like. That's what it looks like. So PS4 owners of the of the you no, know, if you own the version on PS4, mm-hmm. you get the PS5 upgrade for free. Not the PS Plus version, apparently. If you've got that one, that doesn't. So there's one version that doesn't upgrade for free. Uh, PS you... PS Plus Final Fantasy VII was on PS Plus. I don't know. If there was something about on the news I saw about it was kind of it was a certain edition of it that wouldn't that, translate over. I can't be PlayStation Plus. I'll have to look look it up. Um, but yeah, you're right. You know, you get the upgrade, and then it seemed to say, and then you pay to get the DLC. Yeah. So it, you know, they need to come out and be clear. You know, can the PS4 players get the DLC for the original game? Mm-hmm. If not, that's a fuck up. I think that's a massive fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Well, not for me. I mean, I've got PS5, but like, yeah. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! All right, all right, oh, fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I don't fucking what you're talking about, eh? Fucking asshole. What? Uh, I I think um, weird, weird. That they've managed, like, should we not be working on Final Fantasy VII Part Two right now? Like, yes, very much so. Like, I don't, I don't know why. Like, Kate, why didn't you just keep this Yuffie business for Final Fantasy VII Part Two? Mm-hmm. Um, is Yuffie Kasaragi the character people want as a bonus? Um, episode like, and I'm not going to shit on Final Fantasy 7 because what the remake managed to do to the likes of oh I don't know Jesse for example was take a character from the original who was filler 
there for no real apparent reason uh, and give them an actual story arc that you were invested in and cared about. So they managed that. Like, I've got no doubt in my mind that they could do the same with Yuffie. I didn't hate Yuffie in OG. Like, she was there. She was never part of me. She was never part of me party. Like... I did a boss battle when you went to fucking Wu-Tai and you had to fight like seven bosses off the fucking bounce or something to get an ultimate weapon. In that tower, you had to like work up the tower levels or something. Uh, I did that for an ultimate weapon, but she was never never me go-to. Yeah. Me me too. She was down there at the bottom of the ranks with Barrett. Like I didn't... After (laughs) after Midgar, I had no real purpose for Barrett. I didn't really... It was like... like her and Vincent were the characters that you could miss. Yes. Right. And Vincent, I was all over, over for. Like, I, Fucking I unbelievable. Was Vincent was just unbelievable. But then, you know, for me, like, I had, I had a soft spot for Sid. I know, like, he was just an odd character, but he, I liked him. He wasn't. He was an oddball. But at the same time, like, he was very well, he was a very well-written oddball. And the fact that you fucking, he took over as the protagonist for a chunk of that game. Yeah, actually, yeah, true. Like, Jeez. so I, I, I did like Sid, but like, why couldn't I have had, like, what? Why maybe not a Red Thirteen episode? Give us more Red Thirteen. Why not? I don't know. Katsith, Katsith was in the fucking. Was he was in, in the Final Fantasy VII remake. Like you saw him on one of the when you were doing one of the plates. He was there. Like Yuffie just seems a total weird shout, and again, like. This other character who I've got no knowledge of, who looked yeah. a little bit like Zach, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. But he had a he had a different name, so I don't know what I don't know how that one's going to play out. And then I think the big fucking spoiler was uh, what's his face? If I mean, it very much looked like one of the fucking triplets from fucking uh, <laughs> what's it called, man? Advent Children. Oh, Advent Children, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Was that him? <laughs> was it? Have we, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it, did he just did he just bear very strong resemblance? But it's an, an entirely new character, much like what was that fucking crazy fucker on the bike who turned up, who you had to fight oh, every now and again. Yeah. The Rush. other Rush, I the other soldier guy, Rush, Ro- yeah. Rush. Rush, yeah, yeah, yeah? It was Rush. I can't remember, but him, like he was a new character altogether. Is this guy just look a lot like? And I don't for the life as it's probably all the bear, but I can't remember his name out of Advent Children. Was it him or I don't know? I don't know. So I don't know. I, let's let's talk about this overall. What was your feelings of the state of play? Yeah, underwhelming. Overall, is, underwhelming. We didn't get any, any Horizon data or um, God of War information. Yeah, like. Was there a single triple A bit of news in that state of play? I don't, I don't. Good point. Like Housemark, yeah, brilliant. Maybe. Like Returnal, great. Like Returnal's not triple A though, is it? Like it hasn't been treated as a triple A thus far. Okay, of everything that was presented, that was the only thing that topped the list of like. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Aye. It was, it, was, it was a short and sweet, well, short, to the point. Mm-hmm. It was slick. It was a slick presentation. I'll give yeah, Sony yeah. again. It was a slick presentation, but I don't think it offered what everyone wanted. But then, you know, hype's out in full force. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, 
if you're going to do a state of play that doesn't have like mind-blowing news as part of it or a, like a huge reveal or a deep dive into something like like one of the big properties if you're going to do a very much like I don't want to call it middle of the road because that seems a bit offensive but like if you're going to do a a double A state of play like you absolutely need to be doing them more often because when they're just sprinkled throughout the year people end up getting hyped up because they're not common almost does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah like i think if you want to commit the state of play you either your messaging needs to be better beforehand or the need to be monthly you need to do a monthly state of play and you need to just find the content to go in it and then if you're going to do a big one then you put the marketing machine behind it do you know what i mean yeah. That's my thoughts anyway. What about you? Yeah, like there, there were certain bits I liked, you know, like, like judging by, you know, what, it's like, I guess Sony need, and PlayStation need to be upfront about what, they did, what they're going to show, you know what I mean? Exactly mm-hmm. what you said. Yeah. You know, if they're clear that we're going to give you a short update on what's coming on these titles and just temper, at least, <laughs> I mean, bless Nintendo, they came out and just like, I know you're looking for Breath of the Wild 2, you will not see it here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, bricks, slam on in your face, but at least it was like, they, they were forthright. Yeah. You know, fair yeah. enough, that was forthright in the presentation. <laughs> I, I had already got you through the door at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's kind of, you know, if, if we, you know, be clear about what you want to show and then, then people won't be disappointed and you'll mm-hmm. get the effect you want for games like Sifu or Returnal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, and if that's the point of the, you know, because then you got to feel like the developers are just like, well, we've just been sabotaged now by this state of play because everyone was expecting this and they were never going to get it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I concur. I concur, sir. So, um, um, uh, you know, off target. It hit. It hit the. Bo- it hit the board, but it was a bit off. Yeah, it weren't. It, it weren't a bullseye. You're on the board. You're on the board, but it ain't a bullseye. Right. You ready for some quick fire news, then, sir? Fire away. EA have confirmed that Anthem is no more dead. Rip. Rip yeah. Anthem. Rip in peace. I mean, they did say it plans to keep Anthem's live service live service running as it exists today, but is that, you know, what's the fucking point? I mean, I don't know how many people are still playing, if I'm honest. Just, you know, if you're going to cut, you know, cut it, you know what I mean? Just own the failure and move yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's disappointing because yeah. I think there was so much promise in certain things of that game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, yeah. they're going to... Um, put uh, their resources into Dragon Age and the upcoming Mass Effect uh, new title. Yes. I think uh, Dragon Age was the one that was touted as the one what they, they were putting the resources into, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 In, initially, definitely. It was mm-hmm. going into Dragon Age. So. But yeah. I, think, I think there was only a small team working on the Anthem next thing to be yeah. honest. Yeah, there was. They'd never re- like, we talk about this in the initial announcement. It sounded like, oh, this this sounds like they want to do something, but it's it's not a full blooded commitment to it. It never was. No, no, no. It was a pipe dream. It was. I mean, it had a puncher's chance, but yeah, fucking rip, <laughs> rip to the best Iron Man game we ever got. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, bit of news that we just missed last last week. Um. The long-rumoured remaster of Diablo 2 was finally announced. 
looking good as well. Was it Diablo 2 Resurrected? Resurrected. Does look good. Looking good. I'm uh, I'm all like to be fair, Diablo as a franchise is just gonna have a huge couple of years. I think. Uh, I think we're in for Diablo's in for a huge couple of years. I think Diablo has got a cult following anyway because they do great games. They do great games spaced out enough that it's a big event when a Diablo game drops. And mm-hmm. what with Diablo 2 Resurrected, the Diablo mobile game, which by all accounts, right, and normally I would shit all over a mobile game or a mobile game. I don't know if I'm fucking American or what when I'm talking about mobile games. You've had a lot of beer. I've had a lot of beer. The the Diablo mobile game is supposed to be fucking unbelievable from early previews, which is totally fucking blew my mind. And they've got, obviously, Diablo 4, which looks sensational. When, from what little we've seen, looks fucking incredible. And that's coming next year as well. I think Diablo's just about to have a very, very good couple of years. Like. And I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for Diablo 2 to replay that fucker. Um, and then I'll, 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 I'll cut into the last two bits I've got on the docket. Yeah. Um, with with uh, Johnny's prize segment, what's been delayed today? What's been delayed today? Um, sir, we have serious problems with Vampire, Vampire the Masquerade. <laughs> yes, we <Sorry>. do. <laughs> yes, we do. Serious problems. We have serious problems. <laughs> uh, have you um, got the press release in front of you? I haven't, actually. Sorry, I should do. Let me pull what that up for you. Am I? <laughs> let me let me pull that up for you because I've got it. I've got it right here. So we had a little press release from uh, Paradox Interactive. Good morning, everyone. As you've noticed, we've been keeping pretty quiet for a while. With this in <laughs> mind, the first piece of news we have for you is to confirm that Bloodlines Two is still in development. Hooray! I added the hooray. That wasn't part of the press release. <laughs> Secondly. We have made the hard decision that Hardsuit Labs will no longer be leading development of Bloodlines 2, which also means we will not be releasing in 2021 as previously planned. Since we cannot at this time communicate a new release date, we've also decided to stop accepting pre-orders for the time being. This game is very important to us and has been an ambitious project from the very start. In order uh, in order to meet our goals for it, we've come to the conclusion that a change is needed and as a result... More development time is required. We'd like to take this opportunity to honour Hardsuit Labs for their efforts and thank them for the hard work on the project. The studio has done a tremendous job in laying the foundations for the game and we hope that you, the community, will appreciate their contribution to Bloodlines 2. We're thankful for the continuous support throughout the game's development. We understand how important this is to you and we'd love to share more with you. As soon as we can, we'll let you know what the future development team of Bloodlines 2 will look like thoughts it sounds like a clusterfuck <laughs> you know what i mean sounds like it, it, sounds like this game is in fucking trouble yes yes it, i mean is it is this something and we're hitting the speculation button now no granted is this something that because um, obviously when it was um presented in was it the state of play the first one a while ago, it wasn't the state of play it was the xbox one it was the xbox, the xbox showcase one was the xbox one Xbox when showcase. It was presented yeah. in there, everyone was like, "The fuck is this?" You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. really piqued interest. Yeah, it did. And yeah. there was this like, the hype train going, and was this something? Was this a case of 
is this a colonial marines incident all over again <laughs> of like you know what i mean of presenting something that is in no way shape or form representative of where the project is going <laughs> very very strong potential and you know if, if they've promised this is what the game's going to look like in that presentation then they or they almost having to redesign the whole thing and was this too much for hard lap, yeah. hard suit lap sorry yeah uh, i i think that's bad it's bad news you rarely rarely hear of a game having to go back to me that sounds like <laughs> it sounds like they're having to start development all over again i don't know if i'm reading too much into it uh but they've binned off the developer in in favor of another one which we don't know who that new developer is yet uh, i just i don't know the only other times this has happened in the past has been uh, final fantasy 7 that remake that got scrapped and development restarted and that's turned out very well metroid prime 4 which we still haven't seen anything other than a fucking screen seeing metroid prime 4 uh, and now bloodlines and has has vampire the masquerade bloodlines obviously it's got a cult following obviously the huge cult following but is that cult following big enough for this game to survive this well i don't know it was a kind of like vampire the masquerade ain't fucking final fantasy 7 and it certainly ain't fucking metroid prime it's like when you mentioned it when we first talked about it it it's like you know is it like is this a sequel people wanted but like, is it just on the strength of that reception of that presentation, mm-hmm. where there was nothing else in it, but that's the one that kind of piqued people's interest? Yeah. Is it everything? Is it, oh, we have? Do we have a No Man's Sky kind of thing again? Of like, ooh, ooh, ooh what's that? What's that? What's that? Yeah. And just kind of the thing blowing and snowballing, and like become just like, oh, this this isn't. And and you're right. I think because it's got such a cult following, there's a, there's a there's a there's a gap and a time frame that you've got to hit to ma- to maximize that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it just gets forgotten about. It doesn't yeah. have does it doesn't have the power to, of longevity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a shame. It's a shame for the developers and a shame for people who've put like the heart and soul and like you know, hard work into it to get it to the point where it was to at. Get it where the point at that presentation. But, um, but you know, if it's not going to, you know, there, there seems to be obviously big concerns over what it's delivering mm-hmm. or what it's what it's not delivering. And therefore, changes and quite drastic changes needed. Fucking so. drastic indeed. It looks to me like when they say they thank Hard Suit Labs for laying the foundations. Like what? What, what are we talking here? Are we talking? We are we talking framework? Are we talking framework for maps? Are we talking fucking a storyline? Like uh, what? I don't know. I'm just. I. I. I'm concerned about the the, the future of this game. Yeah, it, it's not promising at the moment no, at all. No. I hope I hope it comes back. Um, based on that presentation alone, it was snappy. It was it was it grabbed interest. It, it looked like it could be a great game. Um, the Vampire the Masquerade community seemed really fucking over the moon that they were getting another instalment in in their franchise. But like I just I don't know. I don't know, Johnny. I think we might anyway. in the next couple of years. I think this one is 
a game that gets referred to as being in development hell. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, uh, another big delay, moving on, is Gran Turismo 7. Yep. Um, being impacted by, inverted commas, COVID-related production challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, very true. Um, it is now shifted to 2022 for its uh, planned release. So, and I, and I can understand this one, you know, the level of detail and things that they want they want to put in this. They, it, this game cannot be released without the right level of polish. No. At all. No. It, so, it, and, it's got legacy. And, and I've got a feeling that for games now, like like huge, huge games like this, which have to get bigger every year, the amount of polishing and testing that needs to be involved is just a mammoth job mm-hmm. compared to what it used to be. Yeah. So that's going to impact probably a lot of new new titles coming out just the level of polish and testing that's required to meet quality control is mm-hmm. just going to be insane now <laughs> insane and it's like you said like they can't afford this no, no, they, they can't afford no. to fuck this one it's like one cannot be released the um, half made the like just the the, the brand like I don't even know. I don't even know the word to use, but like, the brand power that Gran Turismo has, the brand recognition. Do you know it's what I mean? High spec, it's a high spec title, which and a high spec kind of concept, and it needs a high spec delivery. Basically, they can't miss. They can't. No. They can't miss with this one. Um, and with that, sir, my docket is cleared. I've I've, I've got a couple. I've got a couple I want to bring to your attention here, Johnny. A couple of little cheaty ones. Uh, the first one is more. Uh, it's turned into sort of like an internet fucking. I don't want to call it a creepy pasta, but like it's it's become a bit of a zeitgeist in Zoom presentations or calls, whereby people of prominence in the game industry have gone on, <laughs> like. They've done presentations and shit like that, and then months later, like a massive, uh, like announce has happened, and then if you look back, they were teasing it in in the background yeah, of a yeah. video like six months ago. So we had like obviously, the biggest one was Phil Spencer was sitting there with an Xbox Series S on his shelf behind him. Yeah. Uh, Bethesda. Yeah. The guy from Bethesda, what's he called? Was it Pete Hines, was it? Was it Pete Hines who had all the Indiana Jones merch behind him? Yes, yes. So we've we've got all these instances. Phil Spencer was in a sort of a, a Zoom. I think it was an investor call, I'm not sure. But in the background of his video, and I don't know if Phil Spencer's now doing this because he knows this well, is a yeah, thing now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know if this is like he knows this is a thing and he's just having a little bit of fun. But in the background of his video, he's got the giant Xbox logo standing next to what looks terrifyingly like Ludens, the mascot of Kojima Productions. There was also a Nintendo Switch back there. Like, obviously, we know Microsoft and Nintendo have got a working relationship anyway. Um, Minecraft, Ori. Like games that are, are already out there on the Switch platform, but like Xbox and Ludens, like does does the acquisition train keep rolling here? Like, are we about to see Kojima, who's had Sony funded 
uh, like exclusives, but it's not a first party. Mm-hmm. Are we about to see them get snapped up by Microsoft? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, the Ludens one, I think that's a bit of fun because I think, you know, Kojima and Sony have a special yeah, they do. You know, yeah. relationship. However, you know, things like the fact that um, MLB The Show, mm-hmm. which has been a PS5 title for God knows how long. But just it's, it's PlayStation, coming, not just PS5, just like a... Yeah, PlayStation, yeah. sorry. It's coming to Xbox. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it, is it, you know, I think that's big. I think that's huge. That's almost like, the, it's like, I think, it, is this what Phil was talking about, working relationships to benefit the gamer? You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like why? What he's made it clear he doesn't want to fight over things like this. No. So if if this is him, you know, if that that's what he's kind of playing at, maybe a bit more. Yeah. But you know, once you know that, you know these these marketing teams who do these things, once they know they can subvert things, you never know what kind of games are being played. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to maybe kick a little spitball a little bit of speculation around that, possibly keep. Keep eyes and ears peeled for a potential little collab with Xbox and Kojima or the. I mean, the is this a final thing? A I final thing because there's been there's been a lot of announcements of PS5 games or PlayStation games coming to PC. Yes. Is this is this something else about you know, Kojima, uh, Xbox, X, you know, will Death Stranding get an Xbox release? Question mark. Mm. You know what I mean? Potentially, potentially. Now that's available on PC. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wrapping up, the only other thing I had on the docket is more PlayStation news. Um, we got confirmation from Jim Ryan himself that PlayStation VR 2 is coming. So PlayStation yeah. VR 2 is coming. Uh, better resolution, better field of view, new controllers... Uh, a single wire out of the headset, not multiple wires. Uh, but confirmation, it's not coming in twenty twenty one. I mean, not too long ago on this podcast, we ended up in a just a, a random debate about VR, and this is exactly what I wanted to see from from PSVR two. Yep. Better resolution, so you lose that barn door effect. That's not barn door, the screen door, where it looks like you're looking through mesh. When the screen goes to black, you can sort of see like a sort of a meshy effect, which is very, very prominent on the PSVR. They needed to get rid of that. Um, it, it left a little bit of a haze over quite a lot of games, if I'm honest. Mm. I say quite a lot. There's games like Blood and Truth, where you didn't even notice it at all. Um, London studios seem to just be able to circumvent this fucking screen door effect really well. Uh, anyway, the better resolution, amazing. Single cables, perfect. The problem was always set up with the PSVR. It's two cables out of the back of your headset into the fucking pass-through box, two cables out of the pass-through box into the fucking back of the PlayStation and the telly and whatnot. It was just a massive fuck on to get that thing set up. So improving, like quality of life improvements are absolutely necessary. But the one thing that really piqued me interest was this introduction of a new controller. Um, yeah. Obviously getting rid of them, like to replace the move ones. Um, and he said, 
It will incorporate some key features found in the DualSense wireless controller, along with a focus on great ergonomics. I, I didn't... I don't know why you'd want any of the DualSense shit in there. I don't think that's particularly necessary. What you need is... Uh, the, the triggers on the move ones were reliable enough. You didn't need to improve them. If you want to put dual yeah, sense you... adaptive triggers on there, yeah, then I, that, that, that thing. I don't know what application you would possibly use that in in a virtual reality sense because it might break the immersion of your hand if you're not just pulling the button to grab something. Unless like, unless trying to grab it is going to offer some sort of resistance. I I don't know. But the thing that I want out of this more than anything, is the thumbsticks. That's what the move ones were missing. Because I've said it before and I'll say it again, games like War and Dead Saints and Sinners, which I absolutely loved, by the way, I couldn't fully enjoy it with maximum potential because moving around on that game was borderline impossible. <laughs> it was so confusing. You're moving around with so many different buttons and it's like, this would have been so much better if you had thumbsticks. Yes, you'd have to come off the thumbsticks to press buttons for fucking actions and whatnot, but like in a VR game, there shouldn't be buttons for actions. Yeah, a yeah, VR exactly. game That's should it. be all motion-based. Yeah, if the game's designed the correct way, then the, the, the controllers should res uh, yeah. reflect that. Yeah, all you need... Is you need the ability to free move, and if you while you can't do that by setting up one of these omnidirectional treadmills in your fucking sitting room, like right. yeah. you need a better way of moving. The teleport system worked in some games. Kill 'em Floor Two, I played the hell out of Kill 'em Floor Two Incursion in VR. Fucking loved that game, but the teleport system did me fucking tits in. Um, what else had teleport? I'm trying to think what had teleport, but I turned it off. Resident Evil 7, I don't know if it had teleport, but I didn't use it. I used free move on that, but you weren't using move ones, you were using a dual shock, which again ruined the immersion. Um, yeah. Because you've got two hands in a controller where you want to see separate hand like motion. Uh, Farpoint came with the aim controller, which was the weird sort of triangular shaped VR gun. Uh, that worked very, very well in-game and also had thumbsticks built in, which made movement very easy. Knocks the knocks you fucking sick. If you haven't done free yeah. movement in VR before, it knocks the fucking wind out of you. Like, Definitely. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. When you take the helmet off, somebody's been sick all down your front and you can't quite be <laughs> sure who did it. Like, Was this me? Did I do this? It's... um. Yeah, but they need, to just, they need to work on a better solution. And I think even though it might knock people sick, them sticks, that's what you need. You need the sticks. You need that fluid movement that you get off a thumbstick. Move, movement is always going to be a challenge in a VR yeah. setting. Unless you're in like an on-the-real shooter type experience. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's not coming in 2021, so we've still got a while uh, to wait and or save up, which is good. Um, starts Will Xbox counteract with those, their own version? I don't know. I don't know. Do they, do, do they somehow manage to get an existing PC-based VR headset to work with Xbox? 
It's got the same architecture. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think... I, to be honest, I don't think Microsoft would venture that far into VR. Um, I'm just thinking of um, uh, Flight Sim. Yeah, but I think what I'd prefer for Flight Sim is that fucking flight stick. <laughs> Give me the goddamn <laughs> Xbox branded flight stick, you cowards. Yeah, so that's uh, that's me, Johnny. That's I just had a couple of things that I wanted uh, that I wanted to wrap up on there. Great point, sir, as always. You've done try, your research. <laughs> try my best. I try my best. Right. Have a quick moment. Check the dirt sheets. Let's have a dive into them dirt sheets. See if we've missed anything during recording. So uh, going back, to, I, I can jump back to the Final Fantasy thing I was talking about. Uh-huh. Um, so um, PlayStation Plus games for March 2021. P- uh, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is a part of that. And... Um, that game, if that version is not going to be upgradable for free, basically. Okay. So, um, and uh, finally, there's a bit of uh, update. The Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate Square Enix clarifies Yuffie ex- episode is a PS5 exclusive. Oh, shit. Mm, bad, bad, bad idea, bad idea. But that that's the state of play on that one. I've, um, I've got some Pokemon news here. Shoot. But I don't know if this is genuine. I can't <laughs> I can't find I can't find a genuine um outlet talking about this. I'm just seeing a lot of people tweeting about it. So allegedly oh wait there, IGN. Let's have a look, see if this is see if this is legit. Uh, now this is on IGN, so I expect this to be legit. Open world Pokemon spin-off, Pokemon Legends, Arceus. Announced for 2022. Game Freak has announced Pokemon Legends Arceus. That's a bad title. Arceus. <laughs> uh, no, Arceus. It could be Arceus. Arceus. Okay. I'm going to call him Arceus. Oh, I've, got, I've got something on the verge here. An, o- an open world action RPG Pokemon game set in the feudal past of the Sinoa region. The location of Diamond and Pearl. Wow. There's a Terminator trailer there as well. Open world Pokemon game. Yeah. Fuck. This all looks legit, sir. It looks legit? I'm going to watch that trailer. Not right now. Um, Right now. I'm going to watch it right now. Fuck you, podcast. (laughs) Right now. Right now. Right now. Well, there you go. New Pokemon, eh? Fuck me. I'll tell you what. I was fully expecting... I was fully expecting. Um, I wasn't. I just wasn't fucking expecting that. I was expecting you just watch- another remake of like fucking Diamond or, or Pearl or. I know. Obviously, this comes- looks like it's set in Sinoa, which is the region for Diamond or Pearl. But I was. I wasn't expecting a full spin-off RP- open world RPG in Sinoa. I was expecting just Diamond and Pearl getting the fucking fancy treatment. It's it's good to catch something finally. <laughs> Wait there, what Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Pokemon Shine and Pearl? Have we had lots of Pokemon? I am out of the loop on Pokemon, like so. Uh, the Diamond and Pearl remake team should have talked to Link's Awakening team about how to do the Chibi style right. So it looks as though we have, uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pokemon Pearl remakes, also. A Pokemon open world RPG set in the same region, but in the feudal past. Fuck me. Yeah. Big big if you're a Pokemon fan. 
which I mean, looks like there was a, who isn't? Looks like a Pokemon Presents Expo or show earlier today. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Well, there we go, sir. Pokemon news. Pokemon news. Get that. Get a good bit of Pokemon in you. Anything else, sir? Final Fantasy VII Battle Royale coming to mobile. Oh. Ugh. Missing the zeitgeist a bit there, isn't it? Is yep. I don't think I'm seeing anything else, Johnny. Um, there's an Outriders demo available now. Uh, I think that's about it, really. Cool. I will I will uh, close this one off then, sir. Box it off. So, boys and girls, this has been a production of Franchise Buys Games. If you like what you heard today, why not leave us one of those blowing five-star reviews, you know, over on Apple Podcasts or your podcaster of choice. You know, let's get those algorithms to work in our favor a little bit. You know, let's push the narrative forward that way. I mean, also, if you if you have a burning desire to be part of it, anything we've discussed, be a part of it. Just get in touch, reach out. Let's drive the conversation forward. We always want to be moving in the right direction and just have have your input would be great on that. Uh, franchise is available on the socials, Twitter at the franchise, Instagram, the underscore franchise. Or you can talk to the producer directly if you want to. Nice underscore guy underscore Johnny at Twitter or nice dot guy dot Johnny at Instagram. Um, the franchise also, if you want more content, franchise also streams www.twitch.tv slash the franchise. Streaming every Sunday, Monday and Wednesday. Not one stream, scheduled stream, scheduled? Scheduled. Not one scheduled stream missed as of yet. Mobile? Mobile? Um, <laughs> mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Such is the effort of this man. <laughs> excellent, excellent, Joy. Uh, uh, strength to strength. You asshole, you put me right off my spot. <laughs> this is the challenges. Until next time, fuck you, franchise. Fuck you, franchise. Panthers. <laughs>